Wayno, team manager, messaged me in a panicky way. Can you come downstairs quick? I was like, uh, okay. You thought you were in trouble. I thought I was in trouble. I didn't really know what I'd done. He was like, you're not coming to India. I want to know how it feels to like be there but not be playing. Like I said to Stokesy after. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Chatting Balls with me, Mia Baker. And me, Ollie Robinson. And in today's episode, we're doing a massive catch-up because a lot has gone on in the past few weeks. A lot. We spent 10 days apart, didn't we? Yeah, well, the last time we filmed we were back at home. Yeah. We're now in Hyderabad getting ready to go to Vizag and you've just played some... Well, you didn't actually play I didn't anything. play, but... He didn't play anything. The lads played some good cricket. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, you had your training in Abu Dhabi. You left me. <laughs> First time I've left you, because normally you, Mia leaves me. Yeah. And it's more fun, I think, if you're the person who leaves the other person. Do maybe. You think? Maybe. There's more things to do, isn't there? Wherever like we've gone, there's been stuff to do. Yeah, and like when you're on the road, you're usually with a group of people, and then your schedule's usually really, really packed. And then this time, Ollie went... So I just packed my schedule super. Really busy. Yeah, really, really, really busy. I don't know why I do that. And I the like time excessive, this... isn't it? Yeah, you are excessive. <laughs> but it's your way of coping with things, isn't it? What, just being hyper busy with really no busy. space to chill or relax? Well, the only time you would be free was in the evenings. And because of the time difference being four hours ahead in Abu Dhabi, I was staying up till like 1, 2 a.m. talking to Mia. And then no, I, got, I wasn't making you do that. She you was. Want, she was no, making no, he me stay want, awake. He wanted to, I promise. <laughs> and then I'd wake up early for training. Yeah. But obviously Mia would be asleep. But How was your training? Was it good? Yeah. What do you do? Cricket. Yeah, but what do you actually do? So you wake um, up in the morning. Wake up in the morning. Try go and for get, breakfast. Try and get to breakfast if I can. If I'm not a morning person. If you guys didn't know, if you've never seen one of our YouTube videos together. I'm bad in the mornings, He's yeah. bad in the mornings. The last one we just did, actually, you were really good. Like, he was a totally different person. That's your best YouTube... Um, display. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, your best YouTube display I've ever seen. Was that in the afternoon? And it was in the afternoon. Mm. Even though... And can I just say, it does really irritate me that people don't like you. It makes me really sad because all the effort goes into the videos and they just poo-poo on you. So much effort I put in, guys, and you just don't like me. <laughs> okay, all the effort I put in. It's just nice when people are like, oh my God, I love your video. Yeah. I mean, your videos are, you do make your videos very good. Yeah, maybe the camera work needs a little bit of improvement from I mean, us when we're still filming. What do you it's expect? Really You've got... Cameraman who's never done it before. Yeah, you. Me. <laughs> it's hard though, self-filming, to be fair. Yeah, can be tricky. A bit stressful. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so I'd wake up in the morning. I normally put my alarm on for like quarter past seven. Okay. And then we'd leave at eight. So if I'm up quickly, if I get straight out of bed, shower, brush my teeth, do all that, then sometimes I get to breakfast. And what do you have? An omelette and a porridge? Omelette or porridge, yeah. Or no, sometimes Oreos. Uh, Oreos? <laughs> sometimes porridge and a banana is enough, depending yeah. on what I'm doing on the day. So if I'm bowling, I'll have an omelette and porridge and a banana. 
if it's an easy day, I'll just have an omelette, less mm. carbs, more protein. Mm. And then get on the bus, about one minute to eight. <laughs> Stressful. No, that's how I, that's how I like Stressful it. Stressful for me. I would not like that. I don't know why, I just can't. It almost gives me anxiety to get on the bus five minutes early. Really? Do you know what I mean? Why? I don't know. Because no. I'm sat there waiting and I'm like getting a bit fidgety. Anxiety. I love being there five or ten minutes early. Maybe I should try it. But or I actually... you can be five or ten minutes early but be like one minute away. But you can stand away. See, that's for worse. Five... Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm like, I've got five or ten minutes here, I could do something. Yeah, you can do something. No, but then I don't have enough time to do actually do anything. But otherwise, I'll be late. God. So, yeah, I like to be... Just on time. Yeah, so everything I do in the morning is working back from 7.59 if we're leaving at 8. Or 7.44 if we're leaving at 7.45. So, in my head, I'm thinking, right, this hotel especially. Yeah. I'm thinking, right, the lift takes an average two minutes. And it's like a 90-second walk to the bus. No, you are not thinking so that. So, if I leave... I'm sorry, that is not legit what's going through That's my going head. through my head. No, it's not. It is. No, guys, that's not true. At, at the, the Ritz in Abu Dhabi, my room was quite far away. So, I was like, right, it's going to take three or four minutes to get from the lift downstairs to the bus. So, I would, I would leave my room at, like, 7.54, 7.55. So that I'd walk through the lobby onto the bus at 7.59. Yeah, sure. Why don't you believe that? Because you, Ollie does not overthink anything. No, but that I do. <laughs> I've never seen you overthink anything in your life. You're a winger. Oh, in my head, I'm looking at my phone, I'm thinking, I've got 14 minutes till I leave. Or I've got 11 minutes, 20 to leave. All the time. All the time. Every morning. Even like today when we're going to the airport, I'm like, right, 12.35, got to get on, on the lift. So we're down there for 12.39. <laughs> well, it suddenly takes like four minutes now to go down the lift when a minute ago it was two minutes. Two minutes, bus will walk, <laughs> get on the bus. I've got you, so that's adds a minute. <laughs> I'm really speedy, actually. I'm always waiting. Sometimes. But yeah, so that's a normal morning. Get on the bus, 7.59, get to training about... It would take like half an hour to get there. Yeah, it's kind of long. Our sessions would start at. It's quite nice though. Well, like, having a bit of downtime. Having a bit before, of a yeah. 25, 30 minute coach journey because like some lads listen to music, some of us chat about what we watched the night before. Um, this whole week, I've been trying to. We've been trying to find something to watch. Every night, we're watching something and falling asleep. No, I am terrible at watching things, and you are really good at falling asleep. <laughs> So, Ollie chooses to watch something, I don't watch it, and Ollie's asleep. So that's kind of how it's happened. And then, it's happened multiple nights in a row, where we watch something different every single night, thinking it's the programme's the problem. But I don't think it's the programme that's the, the problem. Program. We're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone else says it's a good programme. Yeah, I think we're the problem. I was just a bit tired. Anyway, <laughs> get to training. Yeah, so like, watch music, chat whatever it is, get to training, and then if I haven't had breakfast at the hotel, I'll get Simsy, our uh, strength and conditioning coach, to make up a protein shake. What, you don't make your own protein shake? He just makes them really good. What? Is that a bit bougie? You literally just put powder in a thing and go chuk, 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 chuk. But I don't know why. Everyone does that, though. If you haven't had breakfast, everyone's like, Simsy, can I get a protein shake? 
He so. makes you pretty. Yeah. I'm sorry, Simsy, that Ollie does that to you. It's not just, <laughs> it's not just me. It's everyone. And then I have like a breakfast bar with it just to get something in. I can't believe he makes you your protein shake. Is it actually water and powder in a bottle? I know, but... He just shakes it really well, does he? No, sometimes he uses a blender, but like we'll be getting ready to go training and as I'm on the way out onto the field, he'll give it to me and I'll drink it. So it's a bit more time efficient. Okay, because time is of your strength. Essence, yeah. And then, so I have that, and then we'll start training at half nine most of the time. Abu Dhabi was half nine, and then we had to be done by half 11 so we could get to golf. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're all about like practicing with purpose and efficiency yeah. and making sure you're doing good practice rather than, you know, sometimes you, I mean, I'm just speaking for people who train in general, but you could have a whole day training session, but actually you spend about four hours just nattering and wasting time yeah. and yeah. plodding about. I think it's really good the way that Baz does it at the minute because no one's ever in the changing room. Like... Mm. You go in there for a few minutes to maybe change your kit or whatever, and everyone's straight back out, getting yeah. ready to practice again. Um, whereas if you have like a long training session, you're like, oh, I've got time to chill here. And then yeah. the like purpose, you're utilizing your time yeah, the purpose goes. The um, concentration goes probably. Yeah, even like it keeps the intensity going mm. because you're not sick now 10 minutes and getting cold. Like yeah. you're straight in, straight out, back out. Um, and even like the gym sessions with Simsy, if I'm doing just bowling. And yeah, Simsy is Ollie's strength um, and conditioning coach. coach yeah. yeah, legend. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll go in the gym 40 minutes, bang it out, done. Like it just makes it all everything better because we don't dread it either. Because imagine you're like, oh, I'm going to waste a whole day, and I know I'm going to waste half a day within that day. Yeah, yeah, and then golf. But before we start training, we play pig. What's that? Pig. Wait, is that piggy in the middle? No, so pig is a game with a football. No bounce. You're a cricketer. Yeah, but this is a warm-up. So one touch, no bounce. And if you... Like volleyball? Kind of, but with your foot, yeah, football. Foot, volleyball? Mm, no, just football, like keeping it up, but one touch each. Okay. Um... And if you if like it comes off your foot last or you miss it or whatever, then you get a letter pig a p, and then do it again. Letter I, pig. Letter p i g. Obviously pig. Once you get pig, mm. you get flicked by everyone in ah. the in the forehead. <laughs> what? And some lads have got a really hard flick. Who's got a hard flick? Jimmy's got a hard flick. Bash's actually got a hard flick. Oh really? Yeah. Um, Gus has got is like a sniper secret like. Like really gets it out. Yeah. There's a few hard flicks though. He's a bad footballer. Um, he's surprisingly good. Zach's not great. Oh really? It's so funny to watch as well. And a lot dads uh, Dan Lawrence is the funniest to watch. <laughs> Why? He just does I don't know what it is. He just does things and you're like, How have you done that? And we're all wetting ourselves. He'll try and kick it that way, he'll go over there, but it'll still get land in. <laughs> like someone will still get it. Um, and we talk about the brand that we play. So we have to play like a good brand of pig. Okay. Which is basically where you have to get everything. You have to go for everything. Oh. So like we're warming up and you've got lads diving around on the floor trying to get this football. <laughs> but that's kind of the mentality that you want to play exactly. cricket as well. So yeah. it's like, go for it. And then if someone gets it, 
but they still get the letter. Everyone's like round of applause, like well done, like <laughs> We tried your hardest. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that happens. And a couple hours training, and then off to golf, shower, chicken yeah. wrap, golf. Chicken wrap. Chicken wrap every day. Every day. Like all he does is eat. Honestly. Got refuel. Yeah. But no, Abu Dhabi was good. To be fair. Do you like going to Abu Dhabi? I do. I think the facilities are so good. And the, mm. that hotel we stay in is really, really nice. It's got everything. It's got four or five restaurants, paddle. North pool, paddle. <laughs> yeah, we played a lot of paddle. Yeah. We played paddle one night till 11pm. I'll tell you, these cricket boys are the sportiest people I've ever met in my life. Like, I'm obviously, like, I want to say touring with you. I'm on the road with you guys, obviously doing my own thing at the same time. And they've got a team room. They've got a darts board in there. They've got table tennis in there every single time. They're playing card games. Go in there. Everyone's like, rah, rah, rah. Like, it's so competitive. competitive. yeah. I think Popey, Ollie Pope, is the most competitive person. He's constantly playing one of the games. He does like games. Yeah, know. but he's actually quite good as well. He's good. He's good at um, Like ra- watching him play sports. table tennis is quite intense yeah he's, he's so like so we played paddle in Abu Dhabi <laughs> this one night 9 to 11 and Jimmy was like Jimmy said are you good I was like yeah I'm not bad thinking because I thought I was alright yeah and then Jimmy was like okay I've played a few times so we went in as a pair and we started off playing so the group the pairings were Rooty and Stokesy uh, Zach and Harry Brooke and Duckett was with... These are all cricketers, if you don't know cricket. Like, I actually wouldn't have known any of those names had I not No, Ben Duckett was with Folksy and Popey was with Gus Atkinson. And me and Jimmy were like, yeah, we'll be good here. Yeah, no. Honestly, we won the first six points in a row against Stokesy and Rooty, and I think we proceeded to lose the next 100 points in a row. And we were like, every other point, we were like, come on, we got this. And then we do something good. We were like, oh, we're coming here. Lose again. Lose again. Honestly, some of the young batters are just... Powerful. Mm, agile compared to... And aggressive. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It but was so funny. It's... We started... Pl- me and Jim played Zach and Brookie. And before this game, me and Jim were like, right, the smash isn't working that well, the overhead smash. We're trying to hit it too hard. And the fir- like one of the first points in this game... It goes up, Jimmy goes to smash it, and he does this like really soft, cute little smash. And Brookie and Zach are on the floor, <laughs> wetting themselves like, what's that? <laughs> and then for a few points after, they were just laughing at us. And we were like, right, like, we're both getting a bit competitive. We're like, come on, let's beat them. And then we lost them. I'm glad I'm not playing. I did play once and I didn't. Yeah. But I thought it was really tricky. <laughs> I think... Abu Dhabi, we're going to be, me and Jimmy are going to f- be good. <laughs> yeah. Going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> it's quite fun, I think, you guys going and doing all your training. Yeah, it's actually not that bad being away on tour together, is it? No. You like, just miss people, I guess, because you get, have to be away from family and friends for quite a long period of time, actually. Yeah. How long is it? It's eight weeks. Eight weeks, which is a long time and you can't go home. I think the be- like the good thing about this group is... We've been together, most of us, for a few years. Mm. So it's quite a close group. So I know a few of the lads love like, being put in the group, part yeah. of the group. And just, you don't miss people it as helps much. with the missing. Yeah, as, you, as we would before, yeah. when, like, when the group was struggling or 
whatever. But now it's like we're just like one big family, really. Yeah. Um, we eat together. Like we do everything together. Everything. So yeah, it's it's good. It's good fun. What else did we do in Abu Dhabi? Golf was really fun. The courses in Abu Dhabi are so good. Yeah, if you haven't played golf in Abu Dhabi, then I would highly recommend it. Especially night golf is so good, and it's like not many people have played it. So the fairies are pretty pure. Mm. The greens are super nice. And whilst you're in Abu Dhabi, having a great time in the sun. You were freezing. I was freezing cold back in England. But I filmed some Golf Girls videos. So I know a few of you have watched Golf Girl videos before. Absolutely loved them. And then obviously I've not done any for ages. But it's because I think people forget that we all have... Full-time jobs. Yeah. Like I obviously do all my videos and presenting and blah, blah, blah. And then Jenny, who is one of the Golf Girls, she's a presenter. She, she's in... I don't know, BBC, she was Amazon, like doing all of these all over the country, across the world. Emily, she's a producer, edit, um, well, producer, they call them predators, actually. Predators? Producer, editor. God. I know, it's a bit weird, mm. but also like a camera woman. Um, and she's also all over the world. So finding time and being able to schedule it in is so tricky. Yeah, you almost need a few days, don't you, where yeah. you can just film back to back. That's what we have to do because it's just impossible otherwise. We're like, oh, but this job's come up and I can't say no to it. It's actually really hard because mm. everyone's kind of freelance as well. So you need to, gotta say yes sometimes. Yeah, I suppose also the weather doesn't really <laughs> make you wanna get out. To be fair, okay, we went out to film. It was our first video back. It's like super nice, super crisp, stunning weather if you're going for a nice walk. To try and play golf to with try and freezing play golf, cold hands. Very, very, very different. And I personally am one of the worst cold weather golfers ever because I wear so many coats and I wear so many layers, I can't even move my body. Plus, actually, the range was shut because I was fixing the ball machine, so I didn't hit yeah. any balls either. So cold going in. Plus, I had like two months off as well because of winter. And then, if you do manage to somehow miraculously get the ball on the green, because you've not played golf in so long, it honestly bounces about 100 yards in the air. 100 and then yards. 200 yards what? in the air. And then ends up on the t next tee box. And then you have to play from that. Ridiculous, isn't it, Mia? It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. If you can play winter golf in England, you're a legend. So do you have to pitch it all, everything short of the green yeah. and try and roll it on? Yeah. Were they rapid because they're iced over or not really? Yeah, cannot stop it. Yeah. You should see the bounce. It's actually hilarious. I saw it on someone's Instagram. Did you? Someone hit the green from like 100 yards and just pissed through into the tree. Honestly, it bounces so high. Like we were just wetting our pants because it was going so high. Like, you think, oh, it's just going to bounce and it'll kind of ish be on there. No. Did you play well, though? I played really badly on the front nine and then I played much better on the back nine. My driver went well, but my irons were terrible. You're a back nine player? Yeah, I'm a warmer-upper. A warmer-upper. I literally can't play golf if I don't warm up. Mm. Actually, I can't play any... I'm, I'm like, every sport I have to warm up, don't I? It's because I'm nervous. I'm like a nervous person. Are you? I don't know, maybe. But like when I go I to sport, I need golf, the confidence. I think for you, like golf is such a feel sport because you like to feel your arms, like how everything's moving. So the getting, on the, getting on the range first mm. allows you to groove a bit of that. And then you go on and you're like, right. Yeah, I'm just a rusty 
Rustigal. Mm. Whereas, like, a few of the lads literally rock up and just hit straight in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, I know. But you have a different, like, level of confidence. Did you know? Or you... care, though. Like, some of the lads almost like, oh, if it doesn't go straight, doesn't go straight, walk up, bang, down the middle. Yeah, that's what I mean. You actually inspired me. Why? Because when we were, having a com we were having a conversation, Ollie and I, the other day, and I can't remember exactly what it was about, but you said to me that one thing you have above other people is self-belief. Hmm. So I think we were talking about cricket. I can't believe I said Probably. Yeah, but you said one thing... Oh, we were talking about you being a coach and that you would probably be quite a good coach. And mm. one, and we were talking about how being a coach isn't just teaching how to do something, but it's also the mental side of teaching that's really important. And then you told me one thing that you have more than a lot of other people is self-belief. And with that, for example, you do your best bowling ball. Is that how you say it? Bowling ball, yeah. Champion <laughs> bowling ball, yeah. Wait, how do you say it? A bowling. You're one of your best bowls. Keep going. Keep going. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I do some of my best bowling, yeah. Yeah. Um, when you do some of your best bowling, mm. even if it didn't go quite right, you have so much self-belief that you will do it again and you know that you're going to get it. Yeah, so basically what I said was, even if a batter hits me for a boundary off my best ball, a lot of bowlers would then change their next delivery to try and combat that. But I personally believe that your best ball is still your best ball, your strongest ball, no matter what the batter does. So I tend to just bowl that ball again. And if I get it perfectly, then potentially it will nip in or swing away or whatever it is. Um, and if the batter's overconfident after hitting a boundary, that's when they can obviously slip up as well. But as you see a lot of bowlers, a lot of players that aren't quite as good as some of the others will change what they do a lot more than some of the best. Jimmy, like, bowls the same ball over and over and over again. Now he's done that for 20 years and mm -hmm. look, look where he is. He obviously tweaks certain things every so often, but... In general, the best... He's like honing in on his strength. His strength. The best players play to their strengths all the time. Like Ollie Pope this week, 196 he got. He revert, He swept and reverse swept. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Every, almost... I was watching. <laughs> like every over, because that's his one of his strongest shots. And even if he missed one, he'll go back to it the next over or the next ball. Yeah. Like... You just, the best players play to their strengths no matter who they're playing against. You almost forget about your bowling at Virat Kohli or you're facing Shami or Bumrah. Like you just try and focus on what you do with the ball or what you do with the bat. Mm. Um, and I think that's how people get really, really good. You just focus on what you're good at. You stay in your little box. Like if you're a batter, batters talk about staying in their box or bowlers talk about hitting that box as many times as they can like and you don't let the outcome define what you do as exactly. a player and that's the same for us at the moment as a team like if we lose as long as we've stuck true to how we want to play we're not we're not really fussed yeah. like it doesn't matter to us whether we win or lose we just want to play 
this brand of cricket, entertaining cricket, that people want, like, enjoy watching and puts bums on seats, makes kids want to play the game. Mm. And if we lose, like, it's unfortunate, but the brand and the way that we want to play is sort of the overriding thing for us at the minute. And I think that's the same yeah. for bowling, batting. And if you want to get better, the outcome, like you say, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you said that much more eloquently than I did. But my reason was, basically, if I hit a bad drive, all I would want to do was put my driver back in the bag. Yeah. But now, and I know I can hit really good drives. I hit like... 280 yesterday. Yeah, I hit yeah. 280 yesterday. And I hit a few 270s as well. I was hitting it so far. That new driver is nice though. Yeah. I've got it the new QI10 nice. Max, but it's knocked down to 8.25 degrees. It's insane. I'm hitting it so far. Plus, I've been gymming. Gym girl. I'm a gym, gym girl. girl. But, um, yeah, usually I would be quite uh, confident on the range. And then as soon as I get to the course, I become really timid. Mm. And, like, I lose all my confidence because I'm so scared of losing my ball. And your swing slows down and everything. Everything is just, yeah. like, rubbish. And so, well, not rubbish, but rubbish compared to what I know I can do. Yeah. And anyway, since you said that to me, I've been just thinking, you know what, let's just go for it. Like, what is the worst case scenario? Yeah. And it's worked out loads more than I expected it was going to. And I'm just trying to, like, develop more self-belief in myself. So, yeah, thanks. That's okay. Anytime. <laughs> Did you know that? You didn't really, you hadn't told me that. No. Quite nice, though. Yeah. And, like... You probably don't realise, but little things like that are quite impactful to mm. like people like me. Because you kind of go through life, you're learning new sports as you get older, you're kind of like bumbling along, but you don't really have anyone to speak to about it. And like, how do you get better? I don't really know. I can Google it, but I don't even know what I'm Googling at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of sport is mental. Yeah, it like, is. Like, people have more skill than me or you or whoever, but... Mentally, they're just not as adapt as or adequate as mm. we might be. Like, they haven't quite got the mental understanding that maybe an England player has. But their skill level is really good. Yeah. Like, that's definitely some Yeah, but if people could somehow get into that I think you'd be a really good mental coach like you actually have a lot of emotional intelligence that's one thing that surprised me about you I was like this guy's actually a bit more switched on than he seems <laughs> yeah. no but you are good at talking to people and you're good at like speaking to them individually and understanding what their problems are and then figuring out okay how can I support you with your mind mentally because you know that their skills there for whatever it is. For me, it was golf. For other people, like young bowlers come and talk to you and you can help support them and they're listening. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever yeah, you said. Yeah. Like, you do really help people, but I don't know. I prefer to do it one-on-one. -on -one. I find it awkward in front of a group. So that's yeah. something that I'd like to get better at. It's like doing the same thing that I do mm. with individuals to a small group. And I bet there's a way we could somehow get you. You need like a coaching app where you're like a mental coach and you can send videos. You know how I've started mm. online coaching again? Mm. Guys, I've started my online golf coaching again. Honestly, she's been doing every night. She's been doing her swings here. Yeah, but how pure was I hitting it? Yeah, you were hitting it pure, yeah. Like I'm Worth it. working on widening my arc at the moment and it has been insanely good. It has been good, yeah. It's been real good. Because the wider good. the arc, the more... 
The more what? I was going to say, the more further you can hit it. <laughs> but that was really bad English. <laughs> Your irons yesterday were pure, weren't they? You yeah. didn't miss hit any. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, you're you right. You did them all well. It was just my drives. Oh my a bit God. wayward. There was, a fu- there was such a funny shot yesterday. Did we play Boulder, Boulder Hills? Yeah, Boulder Hills golf yesterday. course in Hyderabad in India. And her drive went, Mia's drive went just behind a rock and then there was a tree like sort of overhanging. So she had a shot. Um, the pin was like 180 water between 100 yards. Yeah. I was like, hit a 70 yard shot. And I was also taking a photo of her at the time. So I wasn't really paying attention to the clubs that she pulled out the bag. And then as she's swinging back, I see yellow grip which is your sunshine club, which is 54 degrees. Yeah, my 54. <laughs> and as she's doing it, I'm thinking, there's a tree like this high. You're just going to hit your lob wedge straight into the tree, sandwich straight into the tree. I'm like, and then she goes, you told me 70 yards shot though. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but there's a massive tree in the way. So she's whacked it straight into See, the that's tree. See, my golf, ex- that's just me being like, a golf baby. No, that's where you're very... Um, <laughs> logical. Logical. you thinking 70 yards. Yeah. Not 7-9 under the tree for a 70-yard shot. So I sometimes think of myself as like a computer program. Yeah. And I take things like super literally, which I don't know if that annoys you sometimes, but I can't help it. My brain just works like that. You take, tell me something and I take it so literally... It was funny though, wasn't it? Yeah, but you did say a 70-yard shot, and so I took my 70-yard club. Straight into the tree. But you should have said, play a low punch shot, which with a 7-9, 70 yards. Sorry, I forgot that you can't see <laughs> a tree in front of you. Honestly, I think we should put that picture in front of, in, on the thing. No. There's a picture, the tree's here, and Mia's like looking straight into it, yet she thought her 54 degree would go under it. If you said... We should put that picture on. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put it in. I don't even know how. <laughs> oh, God. Which is actually really funny because, yes, we did play golf in India, but Ollie nearly didn't even get to India. You didn't even get your visa. Oh, my God. So the night before we flew from Abu Dhabi, got Wayno, team manager, messaged me, like, in a panicky way, because his messages are normally really chilled, and it's like, you do this, you do this, whatever. Ollie on the phone to me at this time, suddenly yeah. gone. I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> so where'd he go? He was like, can you come down the stairs quick? I was like, uh, okay. And when Wayne asked you to do something like that, you're like, right. It's quite you thought you were in trouble. I thought I was in trouble. I didn't really know what I'd done. Because I've been done a, anything. such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then came there. He was like, your visa's been denied or something. There was a error at ECB. So I think they must have just put like an initial wrong or one letter must have been wrong. It didn't pass. Um, he was like, you're not coming to India. You have to stay here for another night. And he was like, could be two nights, could be three nights. Like, don't know how long it's going to take. I was like, right. Yeah. I literally didn't really know what to do. Just walked back up to the room and I was like, Mia, I've got no visa. Yeah, I might not be going to India. And I'm thinking, uh, I land like, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're about to go to the airport. But... Luckily, woke up in the morning to a nice message from Wayne saying, please just here. So yeah. got on the flight with the rest of the lads, but that was close. That's quite stressful. It was stressful. I mean, I can't Because you were like, imagine. oh, I missed the first training session and then... Yeah. You just don't want to be behind in this sort of series. Yeah. But I can't imagine what Bash is going through. 
So Bash is another one of the boys who didn't get his visa sorted. Yeah, so he's got Pakistani heritage. Yeah. Um, it's quite political. Yeah, here, very political. It? And I think was waiting for his visa for a while. He basically was in Abu Dhabi with us for the training camp and he had to go to the embassy in London to get it stamped to then be able to come out here. So he ended up waiting in Abu Dhabi thinking he could fly to India from there then having to fly back to London, going to the embassy to get it stamped, then he could finally fly out here and he arrived like two days ago. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Insane. And it's his first tour as well. I've, I Just did, as it finished the first day. I did feel for him, to be honest, but he's, I mean, he's here now, which is the main thing. Yeah, so. he'll be buzzing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, you guys have quite a lot of security. Yeah, security's here. quite intense, actually. Yeah, actually, it reminds me of a really funny story. Oh my God, so... <laughs> He's we've, so excited to tell it because it's so stupid. We've been told that if we go anywhere, we've got to text, yeah, our security guy. Yeah. Um, just say, like, oh, are you going to the mall? Are you going to golf? Whatever. So just give, flick him a message. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And um, me and Mia, second day or first day? Uh, yeah, like first or second day. And I hadn't texted Yas yet about going anywhere because it was the first time we'd left the hotel. So I was like, let me just text Yas and check that we can go. So I text Yas yeah. on my phone, thinking... Saying. Say, so I just read it. Yeah. So I send a message. I say, hi, mate. Are me and me are okay to walk to the mall? And this is at 3.30. And normally he replies quite quick. Yeah. And we were waiting, weren't we? I was like, well, surely we can just go. And then you message someone else being like, oh, he's not replied yet. Do you reckon we can go? I messaged Wayne again, yeah. the team manager saying, oh, he's not replied, I think we can go. So then half an hour later, I get a message back from Yas saying, by all means, let me know when suits you for the chat in a couple of hours, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, what chat? What? I'm like, Why said, does security want to chat to me? To... He wants to chat to me in a few hours. So then I didn't really think much more of it. We walk to the mall, and we, the first person we see is Yas. And I'm like, what did I say? I've like, did you get my text or something? Yeah, he's like, what do you want to chat to I me? I said, what do you want to chat to me about? I said, what? The ass was like, what? I was like, you texted me saying you wanted to chat. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, uh. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So I got my phone out and I texted the ass from Wisdom. So I'm doing a column for Wisdom again. And there's two yes in my phone and I text the ass from Wisdom. So the yes from Wisdom replied to, hi, mate, are me and me are okay to walk to the mall? With, by all means, <laughs> let me know when suits you for a chat in a couple of hours. And I've replied saying, okay, thanks, yeah, all good. <laughs> and then we saw Yas, and he's like, you didn't text me, I didn't text you. So I'm looking at my phone, I open it, look at the name, I'm like, oh my God, you're an idiot. I just don't understand how this guy was not thinking, why is he asking if me and Mia can go to the mall? But then I didn't... I didn't say anything to Yas, who was standing next to me. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, that wasn't from you, actually. You didn't even tell him I've either. I just played it cool. It was wasn't like, even cool. It was I just looked like an idiot, so I was like, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> to be fair, kudos to Wisdom Yas, who was like, by all means, oh, go off you go. He's <laughs> probably thinking, why are you oh, asking me? God, it's so... We were like, you were laughing for ages. I was literally wet so my pants. Because it's just so funny. His reaction was just so By all means, go to the mall. He, he was in England. We were in India. He's like, yeah, go on. 
Neither of them know that story, so that's going to come out. Yeah, do you think he'll listen to this? Don't know. I might just send him it to him. He'll think, now that's why he asked me if I could go to the mall. That was really funny. But also, in addition to having loads of security here, well, firstly, we have like a freaking beeping machine outside our front door. So the thing you walk to at the airport, we've got one outside our room. Yeah. With the first room after the lift. So it's like beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. It goes off all all day, doesn't it? Yeah. They've turned it down, to be fair. The first day we arrived, it was so loud, wasn't it? All night, wasn't it? You said you had to get them to turn it off. There was me, Stokesy, Jimmy, like, yeah. all got up, came out of a room like, please turn it off. And there's like six people outside that room. Yeah, with guns. Yeah. I'm not actually seeing the guns. They kind of look away. They're actually very nice people. Really nice, yeah. Really nice. But I like the little cute guy. Yeah, he goes... Hello, ma'am. Hello, sir. It's so cute. Every morning, every not even every morning. Every time we walk in. Every or out. time we walk in or out yeah. the room. I don't know if he sleeps. Yeah, he. I, He's always there. Yeah, it's actually mad. And then you like the women at food, don't you? Yeah, she's nice. She always gets me ice cream gets you and ice brownies cream, in the evening. Yeah. It's like she looks after just you. Yeah, like all the cricket boys were getting photos with everybody. She was like, "I'll have it with mum." <laughs> like, I'm the ice cream girl. <laughs> Which, um, so, yeah, you guys also have a private chef. Dave. Dave. I really like Dave. I like Dave. Dave Piles, his name is. Piles? Unfortunate last name. <laughs> anyway, Dave is really, really nice. Yeah, he's nice. Scouser, I love his accent. Do, do ya? Oh, wait, that's not Scouser, is it? Who's that? I don't know. All right, mate. Oh, it's my chicken. Chicken tonight. Chicken. Yeah, he's alleged though, isn't he? Yeah, he's been doing all sorts of meals, like Nando's. Everything you can ask for, really. Yeah, burgers. They had chicken and mashed I love mashed potatoes. Chicken, mashed potato, gravy. Yeah. We had mixed... I mean, we're having curry every night as well, so it's like... Mixed grill. About a menu this long. The chicken wraps the other night were so good, actually. Yeah, and the bread here is insane. The naan bread, oh my God, I love naan bread. The garlic naan, naan is... Out of this I've world, I would live on that for the rest of my however many weeks I'm here. And you probably put, wouldn't put weight on either. No, in fact, I'd lose weight <laughs> just just on naan bread. It's so good. One of your uh, or Ruti. Oh God! Didn't know. So we arrived first night, and Ruti thought, oh, the chef went. He thought the chef was just at the ground. So the second night, we'd had training. We had breakfast in the morning, lunch at the ground. Um, and Ruti thought that he was just cooking at the ground, not at the hotel, because he thought yeah. the hotel food was fine. So Ruti proceeds to order room service. And yeah, you I guys mean, are just being extra cautious about extra what you course, eat. Yeah. And he orders a curry. And after us having a vegetable curry yesterday, I can only imagine how spicy that one was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we ordered a curry yesterday and we go, not spicy, not spicy. <laughs> Where are you from? I don't know. But anyway, the chef comes over, pops it down, we have it, and he goes, not too spicy. We're there. Our stomachs are burning. Our mouth is on fire. My insides were on fire. They still are, I think. So, yeah, like all evening it's burning. And he was like... Not too spicy. We were like, yeah, it's very spicy. It's very spicy. He took it away, brought us another one. Milder. But, oh, my God, that was still so spicy. Yeah, the first one ruined me. Yeah, so you can imagine. So then Ruti's ordered room service, we've all gone downstairs to have dinner and no one really said anything. And the next morning we have morning training and we're left at 
eight, I think, quite we had early leave, and uh, everyone's like, "Anyone seen Ruti?" <laughs> We're like, "No, he's probably slept through his alarm because he's the worst at sleeping through his alarm." Is he? Caribbean tour a couple of years ago, I was rooming next to him, and I reckon two or three times his alarm would go off for forty minutes before it was turned <laughs> off. Just sleeps through it. Wow! Like, don't know how he does it, but he's sort of he's sort of known for yeah. sleeping through it or being asleep. A bit like me, I suppose. My th- I'm being known. I'm known for having afternoon naps. He's known for like sleeping yeah. through. Um, Anyway, so we're like, oh, he's probably just sleeping in. It gets like five past eight. The bus was meant to leave at eight. Um, and Ruti gets on, like a bit flustered, a bit, a bit embarrassed because he's late. And he's and we're like, sleep in, lad? And he's like, nah, on the toilet. <laughs> we're like, what? Didn't you have the food? Because everyone's like, fine. Yeah. Everyone's like, didn't you have the food that Dave cooked last night? He's like, Dave cooked last night? <laughs> we're like, yeah. He's like, no, I had room service. I thought he was just cooking at the ground. And then he'd been up like all night, all morning. Oh, God. He, his body's obviously not used to it. Right, how spicy was it as yeah. well? So it could have been spice, but... It could have just been spice, quite frankly. We were all laughing, laughing <laughs> on the bus, bless him. God. I felt for him, though, after, especially after having that yeah, curry yesterday. Yeah, now you know how it feels. It's just we're not used to the spiciness, I think. No, and it's quite rich in flavour. Mm. Like, the curries are rich, aren't they? Yeah, but it's the spice that burns oh, yeah, when spice. you're weak as us. We're pretty pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> what else has happened? Oh, do you know what else has happened? You played, well, you didn't play any cricket, but your team. Team played cricket? Beat your India? <laughs> That's pretty cool, isn't One nil. it? 1-0? Yeah, it's cool. It actually felt like... So how, so can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. So obviously you didn't play. Yeah. Obviously I've learnt that... The wicket is built for certain types of bowlers, bowlers who are spinners. Who are spinners, so it's better to put them in. Yeah, so we played three spinners. Because of the terrain. Mm. And so, obviously, you knew that you weren't the best type of bowler for that. I didn't know that. That's like a judgment call that the management make. Okay, right. Like I might have taken wickets, but obviously, you put your, you put your eggs in the spinner's baskets okay. for these wickets. So the idea is it's they're more likely to make more wickets because of the ground being yeah. more suitable to spinners. Not saying that that's necessarily true, just saying that yeah, so when hypothetically. You, yeah, so let's speed the speech up a little bit, speaking really slowly. Because <laughs> I don't really know what I'm saying, but so my question is, in, go on. I just want to know how it feels to like be there but not be playing. I think, like I said to Stokesy after, it still felt as good as when I played in Pakistan and we won the first game. Like I was still living every ball on the sidelines. And I was sat with like Baz, Trez, um, Colley, the coaches basically, Jeets. And like every ball player missed, we were like, oh, and like really into the game still. And then when we took the final wicket, it was like a big, like like, like when I take a wicket, it was that Big celebration, raw, um, and because a massive win, huge win, yeah. And I think I was like a Cheshire cat for ten minutes. Aww. Didn't even play. But yeah. was just so like happy that we won. And Jimmy was the same. Like it just felt as if we were still involved in the victory, even though we didn't play. And I think obviously it's part of the team that we've got or the squad that we've got is a bit like that anyway. In 
everyone wants everyone to do well. We're yeah. a close-knit team. But and think someone who doesn't watch or know much about cricket, if they watched the last day of that test match... They'd have loved it. They would have loved it because it was really fast-paced, mm. lots happened, and I don't know, it's quite nice when the scores seem really, really tight. Mm. I, think, I think the thing that people enjoy before that is, like, call it the storyline before that. And yeah, yeah, all of that before it too. And also what I quite liked was all of the youngsters, like all the new players coming in and then giving it a go and Tom having that. Tom Hartley did so well. Yeah, yeah he, he bought so sweet, well. sweet boy. He's been sitting like near us at breakfast <laughs> and he's just really sweet. I think also it's nice to see first innings, he obviously got whacked a bit. Yeah. Did you see that? Not really. Mm. He didn't really see that bit. No. So basically, he was like, he'd gone for 60 runs, I think, in six overs, which is a lot. Um, but the resilience that he showed to come back second innings and win, like bowl India out with mm. one of the best teams on at home in their own conditions yeah. just shows sort of character that he's got. But is that um, that self-belief again? Self-belief. He's like, I can... I yeah. know I can spin and I'm going to stick to it and I'm yeah. not going to let myself be bogged down by the outcome that's happened. Definitely, yeah. And I think he's Such played... Such a good little tactic that you all have. I think he's played He's played a lot of white ball cricket. Yeah. Against high... Level. Quality individuals. And because he bowls spin, white ball cricket, you can get whacked. So you have to be quite tough in the fact that you could go for 20 and over, but you could also take three for in T20 or 50 over. And I think him coming out here, that's definitely helped him playing in some of the franchise mm. tournaments. So that although experience, yeah. yeah, although people don't like some of the franchise stuff and they like test cricket, it still prepares you for playing some of the best players yeah. and that mental strength, like we said, to be able to get through things like that. Um, Do you think you only build that mental strength by kind of doing it, going through it, yeah? Or can you learn it beforehand and be more mentally strong? I think you have to go through it. I think some doesn't necessarily have to be a cricket event, cricket Yeah, it could theme. be anything. It could be any life event yeah. that cause... gets you yeah. mentally stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But no, it was pretty special, wasn't it? That yeah. test match. The, and then when you came back into the hotel, the cake, talk about that. Yeah, so in India it's like a... Um, tradition. Tradition. They make you a cake if you do well. Um, so they made the whole team a cake and, and they had all our faces thing, yeah. on the cake. Um, I don't even know how they print them out. I know. Because it's on like icing The chef did it, yeah. It's like white chocolate, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. But po- and then Popey cut the cake. And sometimes in India they do a thing called bashing, I think it is, where they like scoop the cake up and slam it on your face. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. But they didn't do that this time. Yeah, um, they're thinking these Westerners hate it. We all had whites on as well still because we just got we had a few um, drinks at the ground like celebrating, and then came back. But God, cake in your face. Yeah, it was it was it was. Cool. And then you said they threw rose petals. Yeah, we were walking. So that happened, and we walk into the lift and. They're like 10 guys above us because um, the lobby of the hotel goes all the way to the roof and the rooms run round yeah. it. They're standing there dropping rose petals on us. Yeah, that's so nice. It is nice. It's a nice gesture, isn't it? Like, it is they are They are nice here. Yeah, they're I really nice. Because like the they... Do you know what it is? Is Obviously, Indians love cricket, but what I've come to learn is they're not actually so fixated on outcomes. 
They just love the game. And they love and, the players and yeah. stuff, yeah. And if you speak to them about it, they're like, oh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's just, you know, the fun of the game. Yeah. Everyone has said that. I don't know why I did that accent. It's like a really soft, weird accent I keep doing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why am I singing? Um, but yeah, I think that's like a really cool mentality that they have. They're just... They just love the sport. Yeah. yeah. Really, they just do love the sport a lot. I think... You can only compare it to like Premier League football yeah. in England. Where no, but the difference is with Premier League football, people are too into their teams and then they get really aggressive mm. if they lose or they get really upset by it. Whereas Indians just seem to be grateful that they're even alive to be watching the cricket. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a, such a different mentality. It's yeah. so nice. Sort of gives them life out here, doesn't it? Yeah. Like anyone that I've bumped into, whether they've been security or like the head chef yesterday they all love cricket yeah. no matter what they do that brings obviously brings them together which yeah. is so nice to see yeah i mean because india is quite an interesting country just because there is like a huge discrepancy i would say between the wealthy and the yeah. less wealthy and it's also just like a way of life obviously we're so privileged living in the UK and everything we get access to out here, it's just really basic. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just, that's just their life. Mm. And everyone seems pretty... Content with it. Yeah, yeah, they're just pretty chilled. Although I did get into a car crash and that frightened the life out of me. Oh uh, Yeah, so Mia came to the cricket on the first, first day? Yeah, on the first day... I went to the cricket on my own with some other people. Not on your own. Came to the cricket with the top dogs at the ECB. Yeah, but I didn't know them, so... But still, Richard Gould and Rob Key. Yeah. You can't really get much higher than that in the ECB. Anyway, we got into our taxi, and in our taxi, my, I didn't even have a seatbelt because it was broken on my, on my chair. And we're driving along, look out the window, see a goat on a moped. A goat. Um, it was so funny. I saw that picture. <laughs> There's just a goat on a moped, alive, just chilling. I think that's just how they transport them. They just put them upside down, hold their legs, and there's like two people on it, boom. Families of like 12 on a moped. I don't even know how they fit them all on. They're like they, on their heads. The thing that amazes me is how relaxed they are in the yeah. back of them. It's just chilling. I'd be holding on no, for dear life. No hands. I know. Literally just I saw yesterday there was three kids. One of them was sat like sideways on it on their phone. The other one was sat like facing backwards, leaning against his mother, like chilling. And I'm, I was thinking, I'd be gripping on for dinner. I would be holding my legs round, uh, my arms round her, like <laughs> round her neck. <laughs> You're not letting yeah. go. Yeah. So we're driving along. Next minute, car in front absolutely pelts its brakes on. Our car then obviously has to pelt its brakes on. Next minute, another car, poof, in the back of our car. I go forward, I'm thinking, oh, I'm never making it to the cricket. Luckily, they don't drive that fast out here. No. But still quite short. Still shocked. made me go yeah. forward. Yeah. We all looked at each other and were like, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. And then what happens next? Just continue as if it never happened. <laughs> like, okay, okay. And then she arrives at the cricket. And then... To the nicest hospitality box you've ever seen. So when you say a box, you think of... I actually don't know if I've properly been in a box. I haven't been in a box. Anyway, a box. <laughs> I've been in one of those. 
But I, when I think of a box, if I was to Google a box, I think of like a really nice room.、Mm. And in my head, I'm visualizing there's tables that you can put your laptop on. There's probably going to be Wi-Fi, maybe a plug socket, a fridge full of drinks, a fridge, yeah, full of drinks and decent toilet. You know, maybe a bit of AC. A bit of AC. Don't push it. <laughs> Anyway, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, oh, brought my laptop, didn't I? So expecting to do my editing in this box. Have cricket in the background. It's gonna be absolute cracking day. Yeah, you were excited for it. Oh, actually, was like if I got work to do, I actually don't mind there being the cricket in the background. Yeah. Especially if、nice、I'm able、weather. to be there and support. If you were playing,、mm. like if you were playing, I want to be able to be there and support you whilst also being able to do what I need to do. Yeah. Like that for me is the dream. That is just ideal. The dream, yeah. Well, yeah, because then I can do two birds one stone. Yeah. Anyway, we arrived. The room. Well, firstly, it took us like ten years to even get to the room.、I、had to go through some like weird gates and fences. Did you? Yeah, through these security men, and then <sighs> um, what got to the room? Like was S sixteen or something. The room was、uh, yeah. yeah, and we'd gone up like a hundred million flights of stairs, opened the door, and it was literally like a bomb amazing, had, like a palace. <laughs> it was like a bomb had hit it. There was rubble everywhere, and the toilet. I feel I don't know if it. I feel snobby saying it, but it Honestly, was also in really bad condition. Maybe just put a picture up of the toilet、okay. or something. I'm going to show you guys what、yeah. the toilet looked like. I had to hold my pee in all day. I should have left at lunch and I didn't I drink anything. It's the worst I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, I've never seen. I feel like I'm being snobby by saying it was not quite to my taste. But the thing is, <laughs> the seats that my dad had were better than your box. Yeah, the outdoor seats. I I got my little hand sanitizer thing, wiped all the dust off, and would have sat on that happily. Yeah, well, they're normal seats. They're fine. Yeah, but there's no plug socket. It's because you ex- obviously when you go to hospitality or a box, you expect a bit more, don't you? You don't expect no table. a prison cell. <laughs> and then they came in to clean. I think someone must have complained in another box actually, and they literally just had like a broomstick. You know, like a witch's mm, broomstick yeah, yeah. to like.、Um, they just like brushed it around. I don't really know. Just separated it. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of dispersed the rubble across the room. So anyway, that wasn't great, was it? <laughs> Then I went home. I went home at lunchtime. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to just do my work from the hotel, which is a bit、yeah. of a shame because I did really, really want to be there, and I'd have loved to have watched the final day in person. Because it'd been a cool to have that, and then the big screen so you、mm. could watch the cricket and then do your work. Yeah, but it wasn't to be. Hopefully, the next place will be a bit nicer. Do you think? I'm not sure. I've not heard. I've been told don't go in the sea. Yeah, you can't go in the sea. So we're going to Vizag, <laughs> and basically the hotel looks out onto the sea. So it sounds quite nice. I think the hotel is nice. It's a Novotel. Yeah. Which I think they're normally good, aren't they? Apparently, in the mornings, you open your blinds to. Twenty or thirty of the taxi drivers, tuk-tuk drivers. Yeah, tuk-tuk or taxi drivers pooping in the sea, and then that's got to be a myth. No, apparently it's true. Well, we'll let you know, guys. <laughs> and 
100 yards further down, people are cleaning their clothes and their faces in the same water. Oh. I mean, I can't picture it, but... I've got, got to be a myth, surely. <sighs> That's why I feel really bad by turning our nose up at it. Are we allowed to turn our nose up at it? It's not that you're turning the nose up at it, though. It's just that you ex when you think... We're used to something we're used different. To something different. You yeah. think about hospitality in England, you think a nice room, like nice seats, a TV, a fridge, a nice toilet. I'm, to be fair, I'm quite basic anyway. Like, I am happy with a table and chair. I mean... I'd have sat in the media centre. I wasn't allowed in there. Yeah, and you'd have peed in a hole in the floor, wouldn't you? I'm, I'd have preferred to have peed in a hole in a floor. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So you're not precious. You're no. Just, that was pretty... <laughs> that was just too grim. I would, yeah. honestly, if it was a hole in the floor, I'd have been a bit happier. <laughs> I don't mind. So anyway, fingers crossed for the next place. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit of a... But the good news is we're one nil up. Yes. One nil up, which happened last time we were here, to be fair, as well. Oh, did it? And then we lost 4-1. Oh. But we're a different team now, different side. Yeah. And they're, they've missed... They're missing Jadeja, Raul, Coley. They're missing mm. some of their big players as well for the second game. So if we can go 2-0 up, whew, that'd be tasty. Yeah, it'd be very good. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly though, winning in India is so big. Yeah. It's bigger than anything. Like it's almost bigger than winning in winning in Australia. I'd say winning in Australia is probably slightly easier to do than winning away in India. It's weird though, there's no like, if it was if it was called the Ashes, you'd be like, oh my god. Amazing. Why? Because it's just such a big Name. historical thing, isn't it? But yeah, if we can go two nil up, that'd be pretty special. Yes. With three to play. I can't wait to be there for it to go two nil up. Okay, that's not going to win. No, it's been good. I'm just enjoying like understanding and learning about the game. I think there's, I like listening to the commentary. Mm. I think that helps me so much. Um, Although sometimes I'm a bit confused, like they over-commentate. Over, yeah. Like when someone's telling you how someone's caught a ball, I'm thinking, I don't think they really thought about how they caught the ball, I think they just caught it. <laughs> More of like a natural reaction type thing. You almost need like two different commentators, one for the people that are beginners at cricket and one for the advanced. Why? Because in the 100 on BBC, they, they commentate as if you've never watched the game before. Yeah. And it's quite good. Like, but I know what you're saying. Some test matches. Yeah, but I am maybe not well-versed in cricket, but I know how to catch a ball. And if someone was to over-explain to me how to catch a ball, I would be like, yeah, I get that, but I'm sure that guy just caught the ball. Mm. He didn't think about all the things you've just explained to me. And I understand what they're saying. It's not like I don't. Reac just reactions, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think in that moment, say, whoever caught it was thinking, oh, need to keep my elbows tucked, need to turn my hand, need to do, do you know what? They just go and catch it, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, we've got to catch our flight very soon. I've bought some new books on my Kindle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mia was having a right spend up last night, weren't you? Well, I bought some books. Yeah, they cost like 5 I bought about 50 of them. No, I bought like four. I thought you said 10. No, I would have bought you some books. I've got books. 
yeah, we haven't read them, have you? Oh, too busy. Yeah. See, right. me and my dad, like my dad has always said, if it's anything educational, I'll buy it for you. That's why I said to you, I'm like, anything educational, I'll buy it for you. Thank if you. If it's a book, but he's not read any of them. Not yet. I will. No. So some of the books I've bought, you'll probably like this, that I've bought this book. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked. I think you'd think that, that's good for me. How yeah. to Free Yourself, Change Your Life, and Achieve Real Happiness. That's quite good, isn't it? We've already done that, haven't we? What? Real happiness. <laughs> okay, the other one. The Power of Letting Go, How to Drop Everything That's Holding You Back. It's all very self-helpy, aren't they? Mm, self-helpy? Self-helpy. I like the other one. Which one? The next one you're going to read. Um, Die With Zero. Getting all you can from your money and your life. So that book is basically about saying you're obviously going to die with nothing, but it's how to not spend all your life working super, super hard for money, saving it till you're old, till you're retired, and then being unable to do anything. And the thing you've actually ended up sacrificing is your life in the meantime of trying to do all of that. I think that's actually such a good message. It's deep, yeah. It's deep, but then also like it's like it's mom important. said, though, isn't it? Did my mum say something? My mum was like, she went to her uncle's funeral, mm. and she's like, seen saw all these old people who've been saving for. No, ev- I said that to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I went to your dad's sixtieth birthday oh, yeah. party. Oh yeah, a bit of a combination of both. I went to Ollie's dad's sixtieth birthday party, and there's a lot of people who were much older. Around sixty. There, yeah. And so many of them said, oh, I've spent all my life saving and now I can't do what I wanted to do because I've got this ailment or I've got this wrong with my legs or blah, blah, blah. Or they don't want to be like they lost their partner or whatever Yeah, or they're just like too tired. They don't have the energy anymore. And I was there thinking, oh, my God, you could literally spend your whole life working and forgetting to live, then you get the age where you want to live, but then you don't have the body to be able to do it. And I thought, wow. And then um, your mum did go to mum a funeral. Mum had that epiphany as well. Yeah. Mum went to her uncle's funeral, and her and Paul, her husband, were contemplating a holiday, a little break, weren't yeah. they? And then your, your mum's mum said to her, she basically said um, something like, oh, it's funny, you know, you enter this world the same way as you die. Mm. Meaning you come with nothing, you leave with nothing. Yeah. But, yeah, so they were contemplating holidays. She went to the funeral. That night she got home and said, Paul, let's just book it. Yeah. I can't take our money with us. Yeah. Book the holiday. Now they're going away. And then they're going to have an experience that they'll cherish and remember. And... Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think that's actually going to be a really good book. It's by Bill Perkins. It's got really good reviews on Amazon. I think I've read one of his books before. Have you? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so that's on my to-read list. And then the final one is how to stop overthinking. Stop overthinking, 23 techniques to relieve stress, stop negative spirals, declutter your mind, and focus on the present. Maybe I could use that as well. Yeah, why? More with my like, timekeeping. <laughs> overthinking. Get out. <laughs> you need to, how to start thinking. <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, guys, we need to go pack our bags. We need to catch this flight, yeah. which is actually pretty bougie because our luggage is not with us right now. We have to leave our luggage outside our door by midnight and it's going by road. Yeah. 
That's crazy to me. It's new for you, isn't it? That's new, really new. My yeah. luggage is not traveling with me. But basically... It's just put outside my door, outside my door it's gone. <laughs> everywhere we go, we pack the night before, we put our bags outside our room, wake up in the morning, go to breakfast, gone. So yeah. you, you obviously don't have your stuff for a bit longer, but then we go to the airport, we walk through a little bit of security, and then straight on the plane. Also got a chartered flight. But that's because there's loads of you. There's yeah. the whole Indian team, the whole English team, then all of the staff as well all going to the same place and obviously it just shows the work that goes on behind the scenes though to get they're probably messy. I can't even imagine how many bags there are there's 30 of us probably three or four bags each plus kit yeah coaches bring and they're just gone and the physios he's got like tables yeah. and and we'll arrive and I'll just be there yeah so much stuff goes on behind the scenes yeah. like it's for everything we though we are lucky in that sense yeah super lucky yeah. and it's it's Every single industry and every single sport, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just exclusive no. to cricket, but all of this stuff does go on. It actually does, weird to say, but it actually does help you, though. Because, obviously, we've got another game in three days' time. Not having to worry about luggage or getting your bags from here to there or pack, like... Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it definitely helps something. Yeah. Just, like, I feel so much more relaxed that I'm travelling in an hour's time. Mm than I would do if I had all my bags, had to get to the airport. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, you've been able to gym this morning, you wouldn't have been able to otherwise because you'd have had to like sort your bags out yeah. and get everything ready. We've gym, we've walked to get coffee, like... Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'll arrive ready for training tomorrow and... Yeah, stuff will be there. Yeah, no. Well then, guys, I'm just excited. I've got air tags in my bag so I could just see them on the road. On the road. <laughs> they're there. They're, they're just they're... driving along. <laughs> quite cute <laughs> anyway guys hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast next week we're going to be doing a question of question of sports spin-off <laughs> so basically ollie thinks he knows everything about sport not everything everything but... we'll see if that's true and i'm trying to upskill on sport i think i'm doing a good job yeah you are to be fair considering some good questions that hopefully you guys may or may not know I definitely probably won't know any yeah. of them. So that'll be a little <laughs> segment next week. Yeah, so you've got that to look forward to. Also, guys, please don't forget to give us a like, follow, subscribe, all of that stuff, whether you're on YouTube. Thank you for watching. If you're on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, thank you for listening. And we will catch up with you very, very soon. Bye. Bye.